I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. Hello. As you'll notice, that's uh, not Holly's voice over there. Not quite. <laughs> uh, so we are doing things a little bit differently this week, and next week's episode will be a little different. Um, I'm actually going out of town in the next few days next week, um, and Holly is sick. So we wanted to make sure we got regular episodes out to you guys. So we're having to record two in one night, and I just so happened to be able to rope uh, my lovely brother yes this is travis what a joy into being on the podcast with me today so um i think i informed him of this like yesterday <laughs> yeah it was very short notice <laughs> so i did prepared. tell him all he had to do was come on and just you know listen to me tell a story so not yeah it sounds exciting not too intimidating <laughs> make some little comments here and there uh, so Travis and I have been siblings for uh, 21 years. 21 years. <laughs> I was like, how old are you? <laughs> 21. Um, we shared a bathroom for about 18 years and, and everything else. And everything else. You know, parents, vacations, cats. Cats. <laughs> um, do you want to say anything about yourself, Travis? Um, well. I'm not doing much currently. Just kind of sitting around the house. Mm-hmm. Having a coffee every once in a while. <laughs> Living life, man. Yeah. That's that's all there is to it. We just got the puppy. Oh, yeah. His uh, roommates just got a, a golden retriever puppy. Its name it's is pretty exciting. Aspen. Aspen. We have a tree theme going on. Yep, it's adorable. The cat's Oakley. The, the dog is Aspen. Yep, real cute. All right. Well, we will go ahead and dive into uh, this story this week that I have for you. All right. So we, this week, are traveling to West Virginia, taking it back to 2003. I was six. I was three. (laughs) At the time. Holly was, I don't even know, she would be real upset right now (laughs) that our ages are uh, that young. Um, anyway. She's not that much older than you. No. Surely. No. Not at all. All right. West Virginia, 2003. Uh, we had some sniper attacks. Uh, they took place over the course of several days in August, killing a total of three people. Uh, victims were all killed by a single bullet from long distances as they stopped at shops or gas stations. Mm-hmm. Which is terrifying. That makes me not want to go to West Virginia. but. Right, right. <laughs> On August 10th, 2003, Gary Carrier Jr., 44, of South Charleston, West Virginia, not South Carolina. Mm. That confused me for a minute. Mm-hmm. He was fatally shot in the head while talking on a payphone outside of a Charleston Go-Mart. A Go-Mart? Mm-hmm. I think it's like a grocery store. Or a gas okay. I think it's okay. a grocery store. I'm really not sure. 
On okay. August 14th, Jeannie Patton, age 31, was killed at Speedway Filling Station um, around 10.30 at night. She was shot in the back of the head as she was about to pay for the gas she pumped. At least she didn't pay for that gas. No, but that is why you always prepay. That is why you prepay. Yeah. Yeah. Pay at the pump, friends. Exactly. Much safer. Uh, about 90 minutes later, Oki Meadows Jr., uh, who's 26, was shot in the neck while purchasing milk at a security window at the Go-Mart on Route US 60. And someone doesn't like the Go-Mart? No, the Go-Mart is not the place to be, apparently. Well, I haven't ever heard of one, so I'm assuming that's a pretty good reason. For but, who, but also, who buys milk at a security window? I'm assuming it like wasn't a walk-in thing. I'm thinking you know, Go Mart's our, like our like, ankles down the street has the same thing. Yeah, it's not walk in, but you can pretty much buy whatever at the window. Can you? I think can you so. Buy milk there? I, you can probably buy milk there. Okay. And you don't know, maybe it wasn't like a gallon. Maybe it's just a little like bottle, it's like a single serve. Yeah. Like to put on your cereal. Yeah. Or drink while you drive down the road. Because that's what I drink while I drive down the road. Just milk. I don't like milk. Mm. I forget that about you. Yes. Okay. All right. So. Uh, when Oki Meadows was shot, this was about 10 miles away from where Patton was shot, um, a little bit earlier in the evening. During the investigation, it was found that all three victims were killed late at night by the same kind of small caliber rifle. The the police released that they were looking for a dark colored full size pickup truck. Uh, Eyewitnesses thought the driver was a white male, but could not identify anything else about him. So, pretty much everybody in West Virginia. Yeah, that sounds sounds right. Dark colored truck, white male. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's, this feels that's like West a Virginia. majority of West Virginia. Yeah, this is just, like, confirming that I do not want to go to West Virginia. What's in West Virginia? I don't know. A lot of murder. Like, I know there's a few things in Virginia. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's really pretty up there. I've driven it's through it a couple times. Pretty enough here. I'm, I'm content. <laughs> Don't need to go to travel with me. Okay. All right. So police actually did arrest a man um, that matched the profile. So literally a random guy off the street, it seems like. Um, However, this random person, he had implied to a witness that he was the sniper. Hmm. Uh, However, there were no charges brought against him. Yeah, that sounds right. Seems just like a crazy person, I guess. I don't know. I like to think that I could walk into a police station and admit that I've committed murder and get away scot-free. <laughs> you probably could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the description matches me, so I guess we never know. No, this is true. You are a, a tall white male who drives a pickup truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Maybe it was Travis at <laughs> three years old. Never know. <laughs> so police thought that the shootings uh, might be drug-related, Um, Apparently, Patton and Meadow did have some drug connections, um, but the police couldn't find a connection to Carrier, who had been shot earlier in the day. Or earlier, you know, in August. Um, They all happened late at night. Sure. But they couldn't find a connection. Uh, Between Patton, Meadow, and Carrier, that, you know, made more sense than just like those other two had some drug connections. About five months earlier, a Randy Burgess was shot twice in the chest while exiting a Kroger. Um, He died the next day from his injuries. 
Uh, however, there was no evidence linking this murder to the other three, but investigators did not dismiss the possibility that they were connected. Um, seems like there's a lot of people just getting shot. Yeah, but there's no chance that was connected. Because this one was at a Kroger. That's much more, like, high quality. <laughs> than the Go-Mart? Yeah. Like It'd be this... like us around here, like if it was out of, like, a Whole Foods. Exactly. Instead of an Ingles. Yeah. Or like a Publix. Publix is a little fancier than Ingles. I, I frequent um, the Ingles and the Aldi. I suspect the Go-Mart to be more similar to, like, the Walmart, but worse. The Walmart, but Yeah, like not a Walmart Supercenter, just a regular Walmart. Just a regular Walmart that kind of has a really, really crappy grocery section. Yeah. Okay. Or just doesn't have one. Or doesn't have one at all. Gotcha. Actually, the Ingles on Woodfin. <laughs> okay. That's the one. That's the one. All right. In October of 2003, uh, there was a joint task force, and they announced a $50,000 reward for information leading to the killer. The amount was eventually upped to $100,000. Maybe it is me. It's <laughs> a lot of money. Um, a key witness identified a Sean Lester as the shooter shortly after the murders. Um, at some time before the three murders, the witness's younger brother had stolen a car engine that belonged to Lester that had a large quantity of something hidden inside. You want to take a guess? Cocaine. Close, but not cocaine. Think it's... Heroin. No, think about where you are. Meth. There you go. (laughs) Had a large uh, large quantity of meth um, hidden in the car engine. Okay. I mean, I could think of a number of places you could put that. I mean, yeah. Maybe not a car engine. No, no, no. I mean, in in the engine. In the engine? No. I don't know enough about engines to know where to put meth. I, I do. I could get away with it. Uh, Lester later told the witness that he had taken something important to me, so I'll take something important to him. So the meth was super important, he's going to get revenge. I mean, I would do the same. I mean, yeah. So. so, Lester had told this witness to keep an eye on the news. Um, fun fact, Jeannie Patton was the longtime girlfriend of the witness's younger brother. While the Kanawha County Sheriff's Department failed to act on the witness's info, despite uh, him passing a polygraph, so this witness like came forward and was like, hey, this is the guy, this is what he said, all this stuff, give me a polygraph, I'm telling the truth. So he passes the polygraph, uh, and the cops were like, cool, cool, uh, that's, n- never mind. <laughs> so nothing was done with this information. So this witness agreed to be on kind of like a prime time, not really prime time, like a public, like public access television, I guess. Yeah, like, like, what is it, PBS? Yeah, kind of like that, kind of like a PBS situation, um, called West Virginia's Most Wanted. Oh, that's like one of the late night things you see on the, what is it, Discovery investigate or whatever that tv channel was yeah i don't think it was like that big i think it was literally like probably a local channel that you could only get like in that area so like public like a public access sort of situation anyway so he's on the show 
Um, the show aired in January of 2007, and the show's host presented a theory that a gang called the Charleston Five had carried out the shootings and that two of the victims were random to throw suspicion off the gang for killing its intended target of Jeannie Patton. Hmm. When so. I think West Virginia, I immediately think gang activity. Until today, I'm going to be completely blunt. I didn't realize that people lived in West Virginia. <laughs> they do. There's a lot of people live in West Virginia. Interesting. I thought it was just views, like you said. Mm, it's, it's not not many people activity. But, I mean, everywhere has gangs. They, it does, yes. I'm sure there's a few around here. Probably. I just don't know of them. Right. That's good. probably a good thing. Yeah, it's always good to be friends with them. You would rather be friends than enemies, I exactly. feel like. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so, um, seven and a half years later, on March 31st of 2011, Sean Lester was arrested and charged with the murder of Jeannie Patton. So, it was him? Yes. Okay. Uh, the property of a woman believed to have sheltered Lester... Um, and his gang was excavated. So, like, literally they went out there with, like, earth-moving vehicles, like, equipment, and, like, dug up his property. But why? Because they thought that the pickup truck might be buried out there. Hmm. And there also might be other bodies out there. That's because fair. Because apparently in West Virginia, you can just bury shit in your yard. Well, like, of course. pickup trucks. And nobody sees or suspects anything. No. Which doesn't. I mean, you could do that around here, honestly. (laughs) Be not too difficult, I'd like to think. Yeah. I wouldn't want to dig a hole that big. No, it'd be a big hole. Be a big hole. Um, They didn't end up finding anything, though. So, Lester was indicted for all three murders in August of 2011. He pled guilty to the second-degree murder of Jeannie Patton. Um, however, the murder charges for Carrier and Meadows, um, the other two that he, he shot, uh, were dropped as part of the plea bargain. Okay. That's kind of crappy, I think. Yeah. For their seem, families, at least. I mean... Doesn't seem quite fair, but hey. No. Yeah, I mean, you got him for, what, a few. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, um, I guess maybe they didn't have enough evidence to connect him to the other two because they never found the truck, and I don't think they ever found the gun. Mm, so uh, that would make sense. I guess they probably couldn't really even try him on the other two. They're both probably still around. Who? The truck and the gun. Oh yeah, probably or yeah. destroy. I don't know. You never know. You never know. I mean, you just sell sell those bad boys. You're good to go. Yeah. Um, uh, Lester was sentenced to about 40 years in prison. Uh, later, he would be sentenced to an additional six years uh, in federal prison hmm. due to um, some firearms possessions charges. In prison or out of prison? So he was already in prison, and then they brought these additional charges up. Uh, okay. um, so he had some illegal firearms possessions. Yeah, those, those are hefty charges. Charges. Uh, six years, apparently. In federal. For what he had there. I don't think you even get... He didn't even get federal for the murder, did he? I don't think there were federal charges, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Those gun laws, man, those are hefty charges. They are. Um, so I do want to kind of take a step back and talk to you about this other article that I found. Um, I haven't found it anywhere else, so I want to kind of give it with a little grain of salt here. Um, but the name of the article, it's from the Charleston Gazette Mail. Um, the name of the article is Man Present at Sniper Slaying Recalls Scene 10 Years Later. So it was published in 2013, uh, so after the arrest. And you just happened to remember it? Well, it was his kid. Oh, it was a kid? Yeah. Oh, it was his kid? Uh, yeah, from what I understand. Oh, okay. okay. So, I'll kind of just go through this article real quick with you. And, you know, again, I don't know. I haven't found it published anywhere else. Yeah. Like, this information, so I don't know, like, how super accurate it is. But, okay. like, it's interesting, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, a Rodney Schaefer II said that he was sitting in the back of his dad's green Ford Bronco, which is a truck for those of us that are not car inclined. Or a car. Or a car. Um, on an August night, 10 years ago, uh, he said that he was woken up abruptly by the blast of a gunshot. He looked back to see um, what they were driving away from because he woke up from that gunshot. They're like flying down the road. Um, he said in the article that he saw a red Camaro sitting at the gas pump with the door open. Um, he asks, you know, what's going on? What happened? Um, he asked his friend, Sean Lester, who was later charged, mm -hmm. um, and his dad, Rodney, who was driving. So Rodney was also known as Big Rod, mm. and Rodney Schaefer II is known as Little Rod. That sounds so West Virginian. So we've got Little Rod, we've got Big Rod. So we'll kind of stick with those two. Lightning so, Rod. <laughs> Big Rod is driving. Uh, Sean Lester is in the passenger seat. And Little Rod is in the back seat. It's kind of the setup here. Uh, the gun was apparently sitting in the middle between them. And he claims that this gun was used to, sh to shoot... Jeannie Patton on the night of August 14th of 2003 at the Speedway gas station. Huh. Uh, which was, you know, obviously one of those three sniper killings. Yeah. So the um, Big Rod apparently died in 2008. And Little Rod actually pled guilty to conspiracy charges. Um, but he said he's never been sentenced on them. So, like, I guess he was involved in, like, testifying or something, but he... He, he probably got some sort of plea deal. Probably, and, like, it just kind of yeah, like stayed if you, out of it. If you just tell us what you did, yeah. then we'll just leave you alone. And he was like, well, I was in the back seat sleeping. So they were like, well, that's, you're not really worth our time. Yeah. Have a good day. Um, he did share with this uh, reporter that he's got 26 months of probation left on some federal gun charges. Uh, Little Rod said that earlier on in the night, um, that night that Patton was killed, he was at CAMC Women and Children's Hospital. Um, apparently his father's mistress was in labor. Mm. <laughs> and his mm. father had told him to drop off a suitcase. Um, so after he got a... Dropped on the suitcase, he got a flat tire. Um, his 
father, Big Rod, and Lester picked him up. Um, and they said, you know, we can't take him with us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it's my kid. What do you? So Big Rod's like, it's my kid. What do you want me to do? Leave him like here on the side of the road? Like, you know, I can't. Like, we gotta go. So, you know, at the time of this article, he was, you know, he said, I wish I'd never had gotten in that car. You know, he just was kind of the wrong place, wrong time. He didn't go to the police at, you know, at all because he would have been labeled as a snitch, which, mm. you know, in the gang life, mm-hmm. it's not, you know. Snitches get stitches. Right. Not great. Not great. Police, you know, obviously didn't learn about any of this from Little Rod, but they did know, you know, they're thinking, okay, the connection because of the meth stolen out of the engine mm-hmm. probably was the connection, which we've talked about. Okay, for, forgive me for this, but mm-hmm. did correct me if I'm wrong. Is there an or is there not a newborn baby in the truck at the time of the shooting? No. So I think what happened is Lester, no, Big Rod mm-hmm. is at the hospital with his mistress, who's having a baby. Yes. And Little Rod had come to drop off a suitcase. So mm-hmm. he had, like, you know, clothes or whatever to change into. And when Little Rod left, his vehicle got a flat tire. Yes. So I don't know wh- where Lester came in or why he was there with them, but... Just to ride them with, I, I guess. guess. So I guess they left the hospital to go pick up Little Rod. Or Lester had come through and was like, hey... You know, we got to go do this thing. We got to go murder this girl. Mm. And then <laughs> Big Rod's like, you know, my kid's on the side of the street. Yeah. I probably got to go pick him up. So they make a pit stop before they go commit murder. I don't know. I mean, none of it makes if a they make, lot of If sense. they make the pit stop before they go commit murder, though, that would put the newborn baby in the car. I think the newborn baby is probably with the mom at the hospital. I think he left. Oh, so they made the pit stop to drop the kid off. The no. kid's not in the car. <laughs> Back okay. up. It's Mistress like is at the hospital. Map. Mistress is at the hospital having a baby. Yes. Little Rod comes and drops off the suitcase for Big Rod. I'm gonna go ahead and assume Lester calls Big Rod up at the hospital. He's like, "We gotta go murder this girl." Yes. So Big Rod's like, "All right, you gotta come pick me up at the hospital." Okay. So he leaves Mistress and baby gets mm-hmm. in the car. Then apparently Little Rod gets flat tire. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we got to swing by and get Little Rod off the side of the road. Oh, that's the kid. That's the kid. That's the kid. Who was like probably, I don't know, 17, 18, 20. Yeah. I don't know how old yeah. he is. So then I guess they picked him up and then they went and shot. Okay. That, that makes more sense. Yeah. So. I'm back with it. Now you're back on. So on that's um, that's pretty much it. You know, he was talking to this reporter and said, you know, I've got a whole lot of regret about this. I, you know, wish I would have said something, but I couldn't at the time because... Well, he probably feared for his life. Right, right. I mean, they probably would have killed him. Yeah, I'm assuming. So. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, So that's kind of just another little, like, side story there just to okay throw in there about yeah. you know the chaos that is the story oh it's chaos all right yeah 
So, um, learned a lot about engine blocks tonight. Apparently you can hide meth in them. I mean, I could teach you. I don't think I need to know. Any of the cylinders would be big enough. <laughs> Just saying. And I don't know, like, how much meth is a significant amount of meth to them, but, like, I don't... I'm not very well-versed in meth. No. I mean, um, you, you could get a, a quite a bit of anything in, in, there? in a cylinder. Okay. Yeah. I know what it smells like. Meth? Yeah. Like when it's cooking. I don't want to ask. Yeah, you do. I mean, you, I've... Okay. So, when I was a social worker that did home visits, one of the first things that they really teach you is, okay, here's how, like, what it smells like. It's like, if you smell this smell, you should probably get out of there Mm. pretty quickly. To me, it kind of smelled like cat pee. So, what did they do? Cook it? mm Mm-hmm. Like, if they're making it, like... No, no, no. How did you smell the smell? Oh, they were were making it... No, they were making it in the house, and I, like, rolled up for a home visit. Oh, and you just turned around and left? Yeah, I smelled it, and I was like, mm. So I, like, texted my supervisor real quick. I was like, question marks, do I continue with this visit? Like, I didn't, was yeah. like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, uh, no, you should probably leave. That's a good answer. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I left. Okay. I mean, one little spark and that place is gone. I was about gone. to say, yeah, it's, It's I just mean, erased from the planet. Yeah, I don't really know what ever happened after that. I never went back out there. I don't know what happened to them. I mean, I assume they got arrested, but, like, I didn't. Either, I probably arrested because of you. I mean, I didn't make any kind of, like, official report. No. You that pre- wasn't. Were you not supposed to? I had to report it to my supervisor, who I assume made an official report. Just like, hey. But nobody ever, something's like, cooking. question me about it. I don't know if they're making dinner or, <laughs> or what it is. They got a really, like, a cat that really needs to urinate. I don't know. And maybe it was bad meth because that's what it smelled like to me. And I was like, I don't know. What did they say it was supposed to smell like? <sighs> you can't really describe it. It's just like, like if you get a weird smell, you should probably. Yeah, okay. It's like nothing you've ever smelled before. That's real So weird. if anyone ever does a home visit out here with the dairy farm. It's not that. I was about and, to say that's just an unfamiliar smell to lots. Yeah. Well, it's not manure or rotten silage, so. <laughs> So, yeah, if you smell meth, friends, um, evacuate immediately. Boom. Yeah. Maybe it'll get real bad real fast. Um, but that's my story this week. Okay. Yeah. It was definitely an interesting one. Yeah. Um, A lot to follow. But yeah. that's why y'all can rewind it. Mm-hmm. Because you might need to. I got lost a lot. <laughs> Snipers involved, multiple people dead, the conspiracy gangs, West Virginia. I mean, what meth. more? Do, what meth? What more Ninja do you blog. need? <laughs> In a good old-fashioned story from Appalachia. It's very fitting. It's a good time. It's yeah. It's your kind of story. Yeah, we have a good time out yeah. here. I know we've gotten several like not several. We've gotten a couple of reviews that are like they make fun of people from Appalachia. But we're from. Appalachia. I was like, we're from here. We're allowed to say what we say. <laughs> it's like we even grew up here. Home is actually Appalachia. Appalachian. Uh, Appalachian. The Mountains. Appalachian Mountains. No, um, no, it's yeah. 
Appalachian. It's Appalachian. Appalachian. We got a lot of stuff going on out here. We got, you know, it's beautiful. It's crazy. That's why we can do an entire podcast about craziness that's happening out here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a pretty it's confined easy. area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would encourage you all to visit. It's beautiful. Maybe not right now because, like, COVID's a thing and. It's also cold it's over here. It's real cold. It's like we went from 70 degrees to like 26. It'll probably be like 84 tomorrow, though. It's so going to be, be awful. So. That's the weather. Wow. What is what that? What is that? It's a truck. All right. Well, we're going to log off of here before we get more reviews that say we should stop talking. And, and the police can. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We're a little over the place tonight. Okay. Well, we will um, see you guys back here next week. Uh, Travis. Is going to make another appearance on our Patreon. So mm. he'll be doing helping me out with our mini episode this month. So if you want more of a Travis's voice, head on over to Patreon. I've heard it's soothing. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, if they want me to, I can get closer to the mic. That's all right. Stay right there. Even better. <laughs> all right. If you want to let us know that you enjoyed hearing Travis on this podcast, you can send us an email at mountainmysteries.appalachian at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Mountain Mysteries Tales from Appalachia. And find us on Instagram at mountainmysteries.appalachian. And Travis, I'm going to let you find us a location this week on our lovely list of location downloads to shout hmm. out do i just say one at random mm-hmm. i'm pulling them up just alaska <laughs> okay give you like a, a list oh oh i get a list okay look at i thought you just wanted me to pick state. a location i mean alaska we've got it's, some alaska saudi arabia so you can scroll north africa and find um just go through and pick one mm-hmm hmm. One that looks interesting. And he's like scroll aggressively all the way to the bottom, <laughs> and then scroll all the way back to the top, and then down a little, and then up a little. There's and like, oh. I want this one. What is that one? Thomaston, Georgia. Thomaston. Tom. <laughs> Spell it. T H O M A S T O N. Thomaston. 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 Is it Thomaston or like Thomason? That's got a T in it, doesn't it? Like in the middle? Yeah, but... Let me see it. There's other words. Just don't <laughs> sound words. right. Knife. Pneumonia. True. I think it's Thomaston. Okay. Thomaston, Georgia. Georgia. Thanks. Thanks for the listen. All right. Well, we will see you next week. We're going to have a couple of um, special guests next week as well. So get excited for that. Uh, it's ghost story time next week. So oh, Ghost story. Be here. Well, I'm excited for that one. Yep. Make sure you subscribe to that Patreon. Oh, yeah. So you can hear more of me. <laughs> Just for Travis. Just for me. Listen, if we get like an influx of people coming to Patreon just for Travis, You'll we might do a special segment of <laughs> Talks with Travis. <laughs> the life of me. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.